Hello, and welcome to this episode of On Air with Air Cargo World. I'm your host, Ashley Maurieter, Associate Editor of Air Cargo World. In this episode, I spoke with United Airline Ventures Managing Director, Andrew Chang, about United's November investment into an organ renewable fuels facility for sustainable aviation fuels. This marks the first time a U.S. airline has invested in a biofuel refinery. UAV pledged up to $37 million in investment into Next Renewable Fuels' flagship refinery in Point Westward, with plans of producing 50,000 barrels of renewable fuel per day. Here's Andrew with more. Okay, so thank you so much for taking the time to join me. Um, I really appreciate that. Uh, Can you just start off by introducing yourself to our listeners, sort of who you are and how did you get to United Airline Ventures? Sure. Uh, Happy to, Ashley. Andrew Chang. Um, I'm based in our Houston office. I joined United Airlines last summer, July 1st. Uh, I like to say I retired from investment banking uh, last summer after about 19 years. Uh, And at that time, I've been focusing on both the airline and the oil and gas market. Uh, My clients were uh, M&A and restructuring clients in the airline space. Uh, as well on the oil and gas space, being Houston-based, you can't be in Houston and, and not be energy. Uh, so I spent nearly two decades advising clients uh, in both sectors, really, around M&A, capital advisory, and restructuring. Um, and you know, around that time, towards the latter part of my career there, uh, you could really start seeing the energy transition begin to take shape. Um, capital was being reallocated. Uh, and people were looking forward towards the future. And so the last two or three years at that time was beginning to spend more time around uh, alternative fuels, alternative energy sources. And it really pivoted to a very good opportunity here at United Airlines where uh, the the company launched its venture capital fund last summer and I joined uh, the team as part of that effort. And so the mandate here uh, for, for myself and the team is really to accelerate the decarbonization uh, initiatives of United. Um, we're approaching a no traditional offset strategy. We believe fundamentally that we need to change uh, the core business and look at alternative fuels. Uh, and that's what we're doing. Yeah. I guess, can you talk a little bit more about United Airline Ventures and some of those different strategies? Um, sustainable aviation fuel, like you mentioned, is one of the big efforts to decarbonize. I saw also batteries is something that United Airline Ventures is investing in. Um, sort of what other technologies are needed to decarbonize and what is United Airline Ventures seeing? So our approach is really uh, mul- multiple uh, alternatives, right? I think fundamentally, you mentioned SAF, Ashley, that is, the, is going to be a foundational piece. Um, 98% of our greenhouse gas emissions uh, is derived from the combustion of jet fuel. And so the problem is fairly easily identifiable. That is the problem. Uh, the solution is what are the different uh, fuel sources we can look at uh, that, that uses other means of producing that jet fuel. So all feedstocks, technologies, chemical pathways, uh, that is what we're looking at for um, SAF. Now, beyond SAF, there's also other energy sources, batteries, electric, hydrogen. We'll look at that from a complementary perspective, but as, that is more for short, uh, short haul and medium haul missions. Yeah, great. And I wanted to ask about this biofuel refinery that United is investing in. So um, it's in Oregon, which is great because we're seeing a lot of SAF needed up, up north on the West Coast as well. But can you talk a little bit about that? What is Next Renewable Fuels and um, what is this new venture? 
So next renewable fuels is utilizing is a green fuel opportunity. Uh, it utilizes uh, HEFA technology uh, with fats, oils, and greases as a feedstock. Um, this is part of our near-term approach at looking at sustainable aviation fuel. It is really the only technology that exists today that can scale SAF. We like the opportunity because it, it is a greenfield startup. Um, it has the benefit of being able to use the latest technologies. Uh, it has a great location being on the West Coast. And so it has good access to not only the inputs uh, from a feedstock perspective, but also uh, from accessing the markets on the West Coast uh, in Canada and otherwise that can uh, really have good export access for our, for our airports. Um, so we, we do like it. There's uh, deep water access as well that will facilitate uh, enhanced uh, logistics. Uh, and it has partnerships with some of the oil majors, uh, particularly BP from a feedstock perspective, and they will help us in the distribution on the offtake as well. Yeah, that's awesome. That's one thing. Equal access to SAF is something that we're seeing aviation stakeholders having a really hard time with um, just being able to get it to their planes. And that's something, you know, even with United in Houston, there's not still a functioning SAF refinery in Texas. Um, sort of how are you seeing that issue um, expand in as we're seeing the an increased need for SAF and also is United looking into different um, locations when it comes to expanding its investments in SAF? You know, absolutely. Look, there's a lot of uh, Next Renewables is an example of a greenfield startup, but there are multiple conversions that are, are already underway. Many of the independent refiners are already repurposing their conventional fuel product assets to, uh, to uh, produce renewable fuels. So there's a lot of conversion opportunities in, in, in place or in process. We are in discussions with many of those uh, producers today in evaluating what capital and strategic support we can offer to them. Um, these days with the uh, uh, government support, uh, the economics pivot more towards renewable diesel. And so for the most part, they are chasing those economics. And we understand that. And that's part of the challenge for us is uh, we are currently not at economic parity um, with, with renewable diesel and, and land fuel. Uh, and that's a challenge that you know the industry is facing, actually. Yeah, for sure. Are we hoping to see more government incentives sort of equalize that opportunity when it comes to investments in Biofuel? That's a big part of our uh, regulatory affairs and environmental team, right? Um, I think that's one of my personal uh, 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 frustrations is there's government incentives in place, but it is not equally incentivizing renewables for all of transportation. There's uh, clearly more support on the landfill side. And for all of us uh, that on the aviation side, that makes it more challenging. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you also mentioned, you know, United's got general goals to move away from offsetting programs and into technology. Uh, greenwashing has been a huge buzzword, I would say, in the aviation industry, as we're seeing these airlines say that customers can pay for carbon offset programs or um, invest in different opportunities. Uh, what is United's approach to um, being transparent with its sustainability programs and making sure that customers know what they're paying for and what they're investing in? Yeah, I think that, Asher, that goes back to our fundamental guiding principle in that we are looking for decarbonization without traditional offsets, right? I think that's one of the, one of the foundational pieces that um, supports all of our investments is that we need to look for direct decarbonization efforts that are fundamentally changing the business we're doing today. Um, and that's the, without the pursuit of traditional offsets. 
Um, we need it's an energy problem. So we've identified that fuel is the problem, namely. Uh, and so that that is one of the big drivers we are looking at. How do you produce fuel in an alternative way that is non-fossil based? Uh, and that can be, uh, you know, ethanol to jet, alcohol to jet. We, we look at from a medium term basis. It could be power to liquids from a long term basis when you're looking at hydrogen and carbon capture as well. Uh, and that's on the fuel side. On the other alternative energies, uh, we do look at batteries. We do do look at energy storage. We want to, you know, one of the uh, challenges intermitt- intermittency of renewable power access, right? So if you can stabilize and have that more uh, uh, on a regular basis, uh, having energy storage and batteries is also helpful also as, as well. Yeah, I know that's something that's still a little ways out when it comes to um, ground handling vehicles, right? We don't see EV batteries that are quite big enough to be able to haul the cargo in the ways that we want it to. But um, that's something I guess we can look forward to is as we see EV and different battery opportunities grow. Something else that I wanted to ask about is just United's goals for its customers in the upcoming year. You know, we've got different benchmarkers. IATA wants all of aviation to be net zero carbon emissions by 2050. But um, what are some of those baby steps that United's taking to benchmark and make sure that it is decarbonizing um, in progressive and visible ways? Uh, the the most visible is, is the way we're tracking um, our SAF investments and SAF offtake. Uh, we have two public uh, <clears throat> announced targets around a 2050 net zero and an interim target in 2035 of being, um, you know, uh, carbon uh, reduction in, in our intensity by, by 50%. So uh, that in, in some ways translates uh, to actual SAF fuel that we have available to us. Uh, and that's, that's what we look at. So part of our investments uh, is, is looking at what offtake can be made available in the three to five year time frame, time frame, five to 10 year and 10 plus year time frame. And that helps dictate our investment strategy in terms of what technologies to prioritize and, 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 on, what, and on what timeline as well. Uh, that's something that we do track uh, and we hold very uh, important, not just the capital investments is what kind of, is what kind of offtake comes from it as well. Right, absolutely. Oh, and I would be remiss not to talk about United's historic aircraft purchase that just happened in this past week, 200 aircraft um, coming in the very new future. How does that also fit into sustainability, making sure that aircraft are more efficient just in all senses of the word? That is a part of the strategy, right, uh, is we're looking for reduced emissions and, and, and carbon intensity and carbon emissions. Uh, having the latest modernized aircraft uh, that are the most fuel efficient uh, I think that's a big component of our reductions in, in the emissions is, is flying uh, uh, the, the newest aircraft, the latest technology. Uh, a part of that United Next program uh, that we've been talking about is, is also uh, upgaging the aircraft, right? So being more fuel efficient because you're flying more, more people, more passengers per aircraft. Uh, and it's just it saves uh, time and fuel. Uh, from 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 a broad perspective, so that is a one leg of our decarbonization efforts, and then beyond that, it's how do you uh, replace that fossil based fuel over time with renewable fuel? I think that's just about everything I wanted to ask you. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that you wanted to mention, or something that you'd want our listeners to know? 
No, other than we are uh, very focused on decarbonizing the airline and looking at all technologies, uh, and we remain active and, and are encouraged by the support we see from various stakeholders, from our corporate customers, from the government. Um, and we're excited about all the opportunities that, that, are, that are being uh, available, made, made available, and, and that come to us on, on a weekly basis. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me about this. And we are excited to see what comes next for United Airlines Ventures. Thanks also to our listeners and to Air Cargo World's readers. Download and listen to this podcast and other episodes at aircargoworld.com and on iTunes and Spotify.